Welcome everyone to the Dynamo Abroad podcast where we talk about anything and everything Dynamo Kiev related. I'm your host Alex Lishik and back with us from across the pond, I know Eric's very excited, is Dima. How's it going Dima? Yeah doing well, good to be back on. Been a dreadful week. It's been exactly a week since I came back to England. It's been a dreadful week in quarantine, absolutely nothing to do. Um, But yeah, this should be fun. And coming up to us from the great state of New York is Eric. How's it going, Eric? Going great. Feels like it's been forever since the three of us have been together. A lot of sleepless nights since Dima's been away, but obviously very glad to have him back and uh, looking forward to this episode. Good to see you made it through that tough time, Eric. Um, As usual, we're going to hop straight in. We're going to go on to the latest news. Uh, Not a ton of news today. Or in the past week, I should say, um, Ramirez got COVID, so we wish him a speedy recovery, which would explain why he was not involved in the Benfica and 1925 games. Um, Dinamo got a new website, and I think the website looks pretty good. I don't know about you guys. Um, looks actually modern for one. So it looks like it's not from 2007. Yes. At the minimum. Is the old website still up? Can you go on the old website? No, it's down. Oh. Like if you go to dynamo.kiev dot whatever it's nothing nothing loads anymore so at least that had the sense to take that down as well fair enough um dynamo oh let's do some youth i feel like it's been forever since we've covered some youth games uh the u19s well actually to be fair children of is our youth team so neither here nor there um the u19s lost to metalist 2-1 shulyatsky with the goal good to see um shulyatsky getting back into the swing of things after his injury uh but they absolutely hammered the Benfica U19s in the UEFA Youth League. Goals from Bol, Brasco, Voloshin, and Diallo. Uh, fair play to them. Uh, what else we got? I don't know if I've mentioned, but Nabil Bentelev is linked to Dinamo. That is, um, I don't actually mind the signing inherently. It could be a decent signing for defensive midfield coverage because we don't really have a proper defensive midfielder outside of the good. Hypothetically, I think that would be a good signing, to be honest. I think I think the one thing is... Kind of like a washed up washed up ex-premier league player yeah who I mean, do well in the upl yeah that that's i wouldn't consider him for champions league or european football like unless it's for emergency but if we have you know like right now we have a bit of a busy schedule coming up if he was in the team now i would have no problem playing him on saturday against alexandria to rest yeah, for if, the uh super cup if we if we brought him in we just have to you know just see what's what with him He's, isn't he a free I, I, agent yeah, I think. I believe. Yeah, that would be the wages, though. That's what I was going to say. I think it'd be a good move. The only thing that would concern me is the wages. But the, outside but, of that, yeah. My only thing is that we might be able to get him for a little bit cheaper. Is a he's a free agent and he just got released in July. It's not the best sign in world history, and he's come. He's not really coming from a, the best recent reputation after being at Schalke recently, and. For anyone who knows what Schalke has been like the last two or three years, I mean, they were just absolutely piss poor. So there's maybe that that could have him come in for a little cheaper. We're talking, we're talking the German Minai here. Ooh, that, that, those are fighting words, Dima. Or maybe, or maybe, I don't know who was bad before, the Carpate. The yeah, German okay, Carpate. that's fair. Yeah, good fan base, but never really achieved anything. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, it's a good comparison, that. They uh pretty sure they did win a Soviet Cup in like 
the 70s. Which, uh, in recent years, we're talking about it. Like hard to remember because that but, was back when I was like in my 50s, but I kind of remember uh, it. Been a long time ago for you. Exactly. But you, you know what's funny? Actually, I think that was 1969. Karpata won the Soviet Cup. And I think that you know, you know what's great about that is that Shaka's last Bundesliga was, I think, the same year, or but definitely in the 60s. Um what else? Well, was- yeah. Hey, hang on. Just just before you say what you were gonna say, right now I have a I have in front of me a picture of I don't know how well you can see that. Well, the the listeners obviously won't be able to see that. It's a picture of um Rodriguez and Ramirez. So I'm a bit confused on how the quarantine's going for him. Um, but I mean, it's Rodriguez it's, was at the game. Yeah, um, he was. For, for some reason, he was at the Benfica game, but he's not a good influence from what I've heard, to put it, to put it lightly. I mean, maybe they're doing uh, Yaroslavsky-style quarantine when your city's in a red zone, but you're still allowed 40,000 people to come to your first game back as owner, so... Whatever, yeah, it's like whatever Yaroslavsky wants, that's the rules. Well, it's whatever Rodriguez wants, that's the rules in Kiev. Yeah. Uh, last two bits of news. Uh, Shevchenko is linked to take over Dynamo from Luchescu, uh, who supposedly has a contract till 2024, and uh, Dima and I and Eric were talking about this right before... Um, I don't think I, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't think we're necessarily open to this at the minute, not saying that no, our no. minds would change in the future. Yeah, possibly. But at the, at this, at the moment, um, you know, this moment in time, no chance for me. Would you guys take Sheva as an assistant to kind of work under Luchescu? Because to kind of, you know, I'm not saying Shevchenko is a young manager, but compared to Luchescu, he kind of is. So would you take him as possibly. an assistant? As assistant for the next two or three years, so he kind of learns under Luchescu and then I think he'd get a lot less naive. Yeah, I I would say that I'm on board with it because I think that one of Sheva's greatest strengths is man management. I think that when it came to tactics, a lot of that was his his assistants um, and the Italians that work with him. And I'm not trying to disparage him or take that all away from him, but I do think that one of his biggest strengths was man management that would be good for the locker room. Um, yeah, I do think that that would be a good move. And honestly, I think he could learn under Luchescu. But I agree with Dima. For the time being, it is Luchescu, period. I'm not thinking about anything else. Yeah, I, I think – yeah, I don't think there's a reason to go away from Luchescu. I think, honestly, all this squad needs is a little bit of investment. But I have no problem if you want to bring in, like, someone like Shevchenko, who – there's nothing wrong with thinking about the future and say, okay, this is our long-term plan after Luchescu leaves in 2024. I personally, I have no problem with that because you're better off being at least have some kind of plan in place than no place at all. And uh, knowing the only, go ahead, sorry. sorry. Uh, I was going to say, especially like knowing Dynamo, I'd rather have some kind of forward thinking instead of having the head in the sand as usual. The only thing that concerns me with, I guess, the look ahead to the future and being focused on Luchescu right now is his health. So that's, that is the only, that's the only wild card for me when we talk about who's going to come in, things of that sort. Like I said, I mean, at this point, he's earned the right to stay here, to coach here, no questions asked. Unfortunately, I, that's something I'm sure part of it is outside of his, or I don't know how much of it, but outside of his control. But that's really the only wild card and concerning thing for, for me at the moment. And obviously, hopefully that he um, makes a uh, makes a recovery and this isn't something that is chronic um, or recurring 
Yeah, and I'm not saying by any means Shevchenko comes in and he kind of acts like an equal partner to Luchescu. Like, by definitely, Luchescu's the clear number one, and Shevchenko's just an assistant, kind of how he was under Fomenko, but I think Luchescu's a little bit of a better coach than Fomenko. Uh, but enough on that. And I wanted to save the best news for last. Spartak and Shakhtar, Miaso and Waxtap have absolutely bottled their opening day of European football. Spartak lost to a piss-poor Legia side, and... Eric, who did Shakhtar lose to? They lost to Inter, Roma, maybe Milan. Dima, could you help us out? Who did they lose to? Well, I mean, if it would have been that match, the, the, the scoreline would have been a lot more. It would have been like seven no losses. It would have been like when they played Mönchengladbach. But so, 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 honestly, Spartak, I don't really even care about whatever. I, that I know was people funny. Obvious, that was, I you know, funny. I know like for the Ukrainians to like see Russian clubs losing, I mean, like I said, whatever. I, I personally, I really don't care. I was a lot happier to see Wax Tap lose with you know, the lofty ambitions that they have 50 million spent in the transfer window for a club that shouldn't have even made it into the Champions League. And they can't beat Minai, can't beat Alexandria, and they cannot beat Vernitub. Um, and uh, that, after Milan lost to Liverpool in actually a pretty decent match, that definitely was the silver lining in my day yesterday. Dima, what was that tweet you put out? Something about like, something from an unrecognized republic or something like that? Well, they they spent fifty million. Awful, but no, listen, awful. It's you know, as a Dynamo fan, I can I can find it funny. I didn't necessarily celebrate it because I'm not one of these guys that support Shakhtar in in uh, Europe. But we, if they did win, at least um, at least we would have got uh, coefficient points for our for our league. But listen, they spent fifty million, and they can't beat a team from an unrecognized republic from so-called Transnistria. Um, I mean, what, what can you even say? And then uh, one thing I liked was De Zerbi saying, oh, we played well, but the ball wouldn't go in the back of the net. It's every time, every time they didn't get the result, I always hear some kind of excuse, like the pitch is bad, the ball, the ball's bad, everything's bad. Well, you spent 50 million. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's, you know, they're one of their new signings alone cost more than the entire Sharif team. Like, come on. But yeah, this isn't a Shakhtar podcast. But listen, I mean, our football's in a sad state, isn't it? It's going to have to be a Dinamo carry job. Dinamo and Luchesco carry job in the Champions League. Yeah, all, all, all we need is uh, Eric's buddy Yaroslavski to come back next year. That's okay. We'll, he'll, he'll be back soon. I, look, I'm all in favor of Metalist returning and a healthier league and all that. But I can't stand Yaroslavski, and I still want Dinamo coming out on top. Who finishes second, third? Beyond that, I could care less. Um, yeah, agreed. On that note, we're going to go from one Metalist to the other one. Uh, Dinamo beat Metalist 1925, 2-0. Um, I want to read the lineup real quick. Boyko on goal. Back four was Kionzora, uh, Zabarni, Sirota, and Mikolenko. Midfield three. Well, oh, no, hold on. It was a little bit different, wasn't it? It was uh, Lenyev. Andriaski, Sidorchuk, wingers were Tsigankov and Tapena, and striker Ilyashkurin. Now, I didn't watch the first half of this game. I was at work, and when I checked my phone on the way back, I looked at our WhatsApp group, and I gen- the, the way you guys were talking about it, I thought we were losing at halftime. I really thought it had to be 2 or 3 nil to 1925. Um, yeah, Eric, thoughts on the first half of this game? I mean, if it's okay, I'm just going to give a quick thing on the whole thing and then now you know Dima can give his thoughts but I mean honestly it was not a good match 
at all. I mean, if you take a look at the stats, it's it's interesting because I mean, I still think possession is a bit of an overrated stat, but 63 to 37 in Dinamo's favor, um, 21 shots for us, eight on target, 13 off. They had four shots, one on target. And I believe one of their shots actually hit the crossbar, if I'm remembering that correctly. Yeah, really poor defending from Kinzora. And then yeah. We were lucky not to concede then. Like we were I, dominating, but they had the best. I think that was in the first half. Well, if it was, they had the best chance of the first half. Yeah, it, it, I honestly, I was expecting them to score off of that. Um, but, I mean, the stats kind of, I don't know, the stats kind of tell a little bit of a different story than what I saw. It just felt so sloppy from us. You know, if you take a look at the fouls from this match, and this is something that happens every game, and I've talked about this in the past, that, you know, there's no reason for us to be fouling these teams that can only beat us from set pieces um, and things of that sort. So, you know, the, the fouls, they had 10 fouls, three yellow cards. We had nine fouls and two yellow cards. Like, I'm sorry, but against this team, there's absolutely no need for that. And that's exactly how we're going to end up. That, that's how we lose these matches. Um, but, um, you know, like I said, it really wasn't that impressive of a match for me. It made me a little worried going into the Benfica match, but we'll get onto that in a minute. Um, but, um, Obviously, three points is three points. Happy to come away with it. Um, you know, taking a look at uh, the lineup from this match, um, you know, Lyadnev playing as an attacking mid or, you know, playmaker as as our number 10. Just, do- I mean, nothing against him. I like him, but it, that just doesn't work for him. Um, Shkurian is still very raw. I mean, he does show some promising uh, flashes from time to time. I just think he needs more time to integrate with the squad. Um, but like I said, just still very, very raw. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, the stats show that we dominated, and I guess in some ways we did, but I I just, against a team like this, I, you know, if you take a look at the shots again, 21 shots, eight, eight on target, 13 off target. I mean, we're just not clinical enough with our finishing. Um, again, this is going to, we'll talk about this in the Benfica match, but a lot of our attacks in the final third, just sloppy passing, wayward crosses, et cetera, which is a little frustrating, but I'll pass it over to Dima. Yeah, I was about to say, Dima, do you have anything to add uh, to Eric's analysis? Not much, not much really to add for hasn't been said. I mean, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a, I think not to be disrespectful, but it was a pretty easy win. Like they didn't really make us work that hard for it. I think, you know, like Eric said, it was pretty sloppy. So that's, you know, that that's indication, you know, self of, you know, us getting, you know, we're scoring two goals, but we weren't that great. But yeah, I think in particular, I think it was a weak first half, to be honest with you, from us. I mean, they had, well, we had a few chances, but they kept, you know, their keeper did well. I think they think they had even had a goal line clearance as well, to be honest. I don't remember. Maybe you can um, confirm. But yeah, as always... Poor in the final third. I mean, the crossing, crossing poor. I mean, as always, um, shooting from distance. It's just wayward, you know. It's just going miles over, absolutely miles. Like, you know, sometimes these players, they score a long shot. I'm like, wow, why why don't you do this more often? And then they take a shot that goes like, like, I wouldn't be surprised, like genuinely, if it went out of the stadium. Like, oh, okay, well, that's why. Um, but yeah, first half as well, you know, so many passes and back, you know, backwards and sideways, 
no one really, you know, taking the initiative to like try and carry the team forward. Um, yeah, I mean, in particular, I thought the left wing, so Mikolinka and Depen, I thought they were really poor, to be honest with you. I thought they were, you know, not much end product, well, not almost no end product, um, you know, not really helping things going forward. Didn't have a lot of defending to do, to be quite, to be perfectly honest with you. But um, yeah, I thought Lidniv as well, very ineffective. Centrally, he's very ineffective, I must say. But when he drifted out to the right, he was starting to, you know, kind of dribble past players, you know, create some create some chances but you know through the middle he was poor so I wasn't surprised when he was taken off um they also could have had a red in that first half I think which I mean I'll have to see that I mean I don't particularly care since we won but you know um but yeah I mean good we started in the second half it was you know I guess Luchesco ripped into them um like me and Eric did in the chat um good start um got a quick goal good good finish to be fair um, got a, had a quite a few chances to be fair um, had a lot of chances you know blocked saved cleared everything you know miles over as well of course um, you know when Garmash scored that I mean it was a good cross from the pit Garmash came on for late near the half time um, pretty deservedly so I think you know to be fair um, good finish um, you know he was there at the right place um, right time uh Stuck out, stuck out of foot, and I was nearly disallowed. I had no idea why, but that did count. And then we just um, we could relax after two 0 To be honest with you, they didn't look like they were going to get back into the game. Um, but yeah, a lot of poor decision making, but some nice play in that second half. But yeah, um, a few players. I think Skudin uh, mentioned. I think he, I think he got an assist, and he could, he actually could have had more. To be honest with you, I thought he, I thought he went well. Uh, he played well, unselfish as well. You know. Like I said, Mikolinka, lively, but zero in products for me. Um, just one more, just one more player I want, I want to bring up. Virovic came off the bench ahead of um, Vitinho, who I was, I was quite disappointed with that. He did nothing but just lose the ball over and over and over again. I mean, yeah, but seems like he's going to take a while to get back into shape. But yeah, good win from the perspective that we got three points and got a clean sheet. Can I pose this question? To, can I pose this question to you guys? Um, on Shkurin, if I believe it's a one-year loan, right? Would, I believe so, with an option to buy. Yeah, would you take that option to buy if the end of the season, if the option was right now, if like the op, end of the season right now? Mm, well, no, because he still hasn't scored a goal. Okay, fair. If he plays every listen, if he plays every game like he did it against Mithilist. No question. If he plays every... No question, yes. If he plays every game like he did against Benfica, which we'll get on to, no, not good enough. Yeah, I, I, if, it, if it were me, yeah, I'd take him. Because I think that, I mean, him playing in the Champions League against Benfica, still getting acclimated with the squad. I mean, I'm not trying to say that... I mean, he wasn't great by any means. But like I said, I just still think he's very raw. And That's fair enough. Yeah. I, I think that um, he's shown that he can competes in the UPL as a bare minimum. And I think that the goals, if he gets more time, I do believe that they'll come. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, what, what's the fee? Do we know what the fee is? is I don't like think a, it's a lot. I think it's yeah. like, I think it's one it's million, like a million and something. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's not a lot of money to be fair. Yeah. 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 But, but we'll see. So I just then wanted, again, 
yeah go on Diva. sorry um then again like if if we spend just a bit more then we could get maybe a significantly better player but listen whatever if we get so, him i wouldn't be that disappointed but yeah carry on Alex. yeah no so i just wanted to check out of curiosity his so in his entire career he's played 150 minutes of european football two europa league appearances and one champions league appearance for us so that he's still very much yeah um, that, that, that was my point you know He's still yeah, take- that's true. He hasn't had that much experience at that stage. Yeah. To- yeah, fair enough. But I mean, I do kind of see Dima's point because Ramirez, I think, is maybe the better overall long-term option. Besed then comes back. You know, Brucen comes back from loan. You know, what we'll a ton of strikers, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, Eric, if I wanted to see point, if you were. I wanted to see if someone how was many go, so I had enough the there. I mean, at this point, Brucen for me is not ahead of Scoria. I mean, no, no chance, no chance. Absolutely. I mean, he's, yeah, for me, his time at the club was off. But um, yeah, I want to see if you guys were going to catch that. Um, so that 2 0 win leaves Denam on top of the table. Um, what are we? 19 points, three points ahead of Shakhtar, six wins and a draw, 22 goals for, 20 get, uh, two against. That's a plus 20 goal difference. Um, and we will touch on our next game and if which we didn't if we didn't somehow draw against um in roulettes we'd be five points clear yeah um so we're going to move on to the next game we're going to review which was benfica champions league game uh what was that two days ago uh, tuesday right uh did yes. earned a nil nil draw um so guys thoughts dima you we'll start with you this time yeah, listen, over the first of all, if you had told me before the game we, we would get a nil-nil uh, draw, I'd say, yeah, you know what? That's a that's a decent enough result. I'd take that. But after the course of the game, the way that went, maybe it's well, maybe I'm being uh maybe maybe the end of the game is stuck too much in my head. Um, but yeah, with the chances we had at the end of the game, I'm kind of disappointed um we didn't win. I mean in the first half, you know, I think we were pretty even. Like we didn't look bad. We were outpossessed heavily, but we didn't look terrible. It wasn't like they were on a completely different planet to us. We didn't make any mistakes. I think, well, we didn't make any critical mistakes, which led to um goals, should we say? I'll get onto the mistakes that we did make. Um, but in the first half, yeah, I think we looked good as a team and as a defensive unit. You know, all the players seem to be on one page, you know, what everyone has to do, which, you know, I thought I thought that was good. Um, but going forward, it's just decision-making, end product, final ball, just not there. You know, the team, it just didn't look like a lot of players were, um, you know, they, they knew what they were actually doing going forward, which, you know, it's not great. Um no one again, once again, no one was really taking the initiative. I mean, Tsagamkov, nowhere to be. I'm not saying he was bad. Like when he was on the ball, he wasn't bad. But when he was getting the ball, it wasn't like he was running at them or anything like that. He was he just had it, you know, a few touches here and then just lace it off. So no one was taking the initiative. Um once again, yeah, the counterattacks, I mean, just not not enough of them and very slow. And when when we do have counterattacks, it just ends up, you know, just backwards, backwards sideways sideways backwards sideways you know which i didn't really like um the thing i was going to mention is a few really really poor giveaways i mean sidorchuk like in his own box 
gave it away. And we were, lo- I think, I believe it was, was it a save or a block in the end? I believe it was a Zabarni block in the end. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Because I, yes, and Yerimchuk was the Boyka save. Yeah, I got those two moments slightly confused. But yeah, that was not great. But yeah, we. I think we did have, before I forget, um, Shaperenka had a really good uh, free kick save. Mikolinka had a few fair efforts. Um, but yeah, I think we did have the better chances of that first half than Benfica, to be perfectly honest with you. In the second half, they came out and Benfica looked up for it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Boyka made a really good save on Yerimchuk. Um the defense was solid. Zabarne made a few really good blocks, really good challenge. Yeah, go on, Alex. I was just saying, Yadam Chuk probably should score there. Oh, he should have scored, but I'm, listen, I'm very happy he did. We would never Absolutely. hear the end. Oh, yeah. I do not disagree 100%. Listen, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, welcome back. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the, 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 the same, the, the counterattack situation, it was still more or less the same. To be honest, you just not enough, too slow. Players don't look like they know what they're doing. Um, but once again, I mean, I want to say a few players, uh, and I've got in my mind De Pena and um, Kim Joro, just slowing down the attack so much. Just, just getting the ball and just stopping running and just laying it off to a partner when there's like a clear path to run with the ball and then do whatever and cross. Instead, you know, they're two players who are supposed to be crossing their roles. Um, but, oh, God, the end. Well, where do we start? Well, no, first of all, I should bring up the the so-called red card for Garmash who came on. I think he was actually quite good when he came on. Like Good performance. He catches, like, he, he goes for the ball and he catches the foot. And then Anthony Taylor, the, the brilliant British referee who gave Stepanenko the red card uh, in the 2-1 win against Portugal, um, Shows him a yellow, it's like, yeah, cool. No, he shows him, bearing in mind, he didn't have a yellow. He shows him a yellow and he shows him another yellow, he shows him a red. And Garmash, like, in whatever broken English, he was like, he was like, I only have one yellow, I haven't got two. So he got he got shown a red for like zero reason. I thought that was crazy. I've never seen something like, I've not seen something like that in a long time. I'm not going to lie. Um, I just, I honestly assumed Garmash had a yellow because I felt like every fucking two seconds he was yeah, doing I something. He, I thought he, I, he was he doing was, every, well, every two seconds he was he doing something that he had to get game offside, didn't he? What's up? He spent he spent the whole game offside, didn't oh he? he was just standing. God, I know. Um, but I thought I didn't think he was too bad to be fair. Oh but no, he listen, had a great shift. Yeah, absolutely. Well, a lot of the team did. Luckily, um, I want to say. Shaperenko, on another day, he could have a hat-trick, you know, with, I, I brought up the, the first half, the free kick, he got saved, um, hit the post, um, which was, you know, again, it was unlucky, um, and then, you know, of course, uh, well, yeah, so he hit the post, I believe, and then the rebound came to Bujalski, and the keeper, I mean, it was just, could you reckon he? Do you reckon it was more of a bad miss or a good save? Because I'll have to yes. see it. Again. It, it. It's it's one. I think I, it's one of those saves where like the keeper just takes the chance in diving. You know what I'm saying? He just assume, just takes that chance and yeah. just. It's it's almost like a courtesy dive, but Buyasi just hits it at the keeper. What do you think? Where do you think he should have hit the ball more more to? Because I'm I'm trying to picture it in my head. What do you think he should have done with that? Get, get under it a little bit. 
Yeah, I think good, listen, good. I think he bottled it that that moment. I mean, one that that was a clear chance. That was a clear, clear chance. We should have, you know, that should have been one 0 and it would have counted. And then, of course, you know, final minutes. Um, Garmash, I forget what the builder was, but Garmash with a fantastic ball. Garmash, we spent the whole game offside from an offside position. Fantastic ball to Shaparenko, who sticks, you know, makes a good run, sticks out for one nil. I go absolutely crazy. Uh, probably woke some of my neighbours up. You know, I go absolutely crazy, celebrate for like 20 seconds. Absolute mayhem. Absolute scenes in uh in the in my house, absolute scenes at the stadium, you know, and then it's given offside. I'm like, oh my god, I look like such a prick, just going absolutely mental, and then it's disallowed. Um, and yeah, it was probably offside, but listen, I hate, I hate VAR, I hate VAR. It's just kid, it's just, it's just not fun, is it? It's, I, I don't remember, I don't remember the last time I was like, oh well, this is why we have VAR. I like VAR a lot. Now nah, it's, it's boring, just- you know, it's killing the. I also want to add Garmash had a header that if he places more towards the opposite corner, like the, the looping one that the Benfica keeper tipped over. Yeah. I remember looking at that. That back, was a I'm good like, save as well. I mean, that was unlucky. He didn't. I remember thinking, looking back, I'm like, if he can place that towards the corner with like that same angle trajectory, he's going to score. Yeah. I, yeah. Because it's one of these weird ones I where like think that was, I think that was a decent, I think that was a decent attempt to be honest. We don't see a lot of good headers and from, from what, by Dinamo header standards, that's a good, that's a good header. Yeah. Um, but yeah, listen, it is what it is. We take a point. Um, you know, if we won, which you know, I'd argue we probably should have done, to be honest with you, with the chances that we had. Well, you know, it would have been a bit of a different story. Um, you know, maybe we would have been looking at you know third place. And maybe even, you know, with the way Barcelona's been looking, maybe even, you know, sneak in, sneak out of the group. Maybe I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just dreaming here hypothetically. But yeah, I mean, decent point. Um, but it's disappointing to not have got the win. But yeah, that's, that's it for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to get too ahead of myself, but I think with this whole race for third weight, race for second, I think a lot of it is going to come down to goal difference. Um, because you kind of already know Bayern's going to be probably beating most team in this group by two, three, four, five, six. Um, and ha- considering that we go to Munich next, uh, we're going to have to put on a pretty solid defensive display. Um, I just wanted to add that real quick because they beat Barca three nil, you know, I listen, I don't think Dinamo is going to be as cut open. I think we're going to be a little bit more defensively sound than Barcelona was because I think Luchesco is a realist. He's not going to be, you know, going to play free-flowing possession football. Um, but less of that, Eric, your thoughts on the Benfica match? I mean, I agree with what Dima said about, you know, taking a draw before the match versus the outcome and actually watching it. It reminded me actually a lot of Ukraine versus France. And if you would have told me 1-1 before the match, I would have said, awesome, yeah, I'll take it. But then after you watched it, you can't help but feel a little disappointed that we could have come away with two additional points. Um, I thought Benfica played well. Um, they had more chances, arguably um, had better chances. Um, like Dima said, they, you know, in, to start the second half, definitely up for it. I mean, they've got a very talented squad. Um, one of the things that I put in the chat when looking at this match is, you know, I don't think Dinamo played great by any means. But if you compare this match to either of the two matches against Fed and Chavados last season, no disrespect to Fed and Chavados, but a weaker side, right? 
it's night it's night and day this match versus that one i mean we actually showed something these match or in this match um i know that our counterattacks kind of fizzled out similar to what we just talked about um didn't have that final quality in the final third but um we looked dangerous at times and we did create some good chances so i was proud of that at least that looked much better um i was impressed with boyko i thought that his command of the area was surprisingly good every time he rushes out i keep remembering the friendly against jordan where he <laughs> where he completely missed the ball um but his rushing out and his punching was exceptional during this match i was very impressed obviously made the big save on yadim chuk um, i was happy to see that we made life difficult for him i mean again he's a solid striker um, I hope he does well in the rest of the tournament, just not against Devamo. So I was happy to see that we made life difficult for him. Um, and then, uh, you know, besides that, I mean, yeah, obviously a bummer towards the end of the match with some of the chances that we created. You know, the Haramash header, um, well, Shaparenko's free kick was earlier in the match, but obviously, you know, he hit the post and then we had... Um, and then we had uh, obviously Bujalski kind of scuff the follow up. And then was it this match where um, the ball was played across? And I think it was Otamendi that kind of got a little touch oh to it. Oh my god! Then, yeah. And then um, was it Verbić yeah. missed yeah. it? Off, yeah. And then Verbić, yeah, kind of threw Verbić off, and that would have been another good opportunity for us. I mean, I can't fault him too much because Otamendi did get a touch to it. Um, but that was another one that, uh, man, I was so bummed that we weren't able to finish that off. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, definitely still a big point in the grand scheme of things. Like I said, it, it was nice to see this compared to uh, last season. I thought Chaparenko looked great, as usual, um, looked very solid in the midfield. Um you know, we're talking about the Sidorchuk giveaway, which I agree was a bad giveaway. I do kind of think it was a bit of an awkward ball for him yeah. to handle from Boyko, to be fair. So I, would I have, wouldn't put that. Go. I would have had no problem if he just booted that one touch into the Exactly. Touch I mean, that, that's kind of, it's kind of an awkward ball for him to handle. But um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I'm missing out on. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, you see what, and I think what Bayern did to Barcelona was kind of predictable, but I, I mean, I think spots two and three really are, are anyone's for the taking. Um, I think this group is much more open than I think people initially assumed. And I, and I think a lot of this group honestly depends on what Barcelona you get against Benfica Dinamo. I think that's the biggest, Yeah. if you get the Barcelona that shows up against Bayern Munich, I don't see why Dinamo or Benfica, um, can't like their chances against them. I I think that if we get them in the in the two one loss from that season and we play like that again this in this Champions League, I think we beat them. I really do. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I think that we I think we could beat them at home if if we get that Barcelona showing up. I mean, they still have a ton of, of quality in their of squad, course, yeah. so that's not to be overlooked. But um, really, the only other thing that I will mention from this match is just an interesting statistic that. Um, they had three shots inside the box, whereas we had nine. Or they had nine shots in the box, whereas we had three. So yeah. they're getting into our own penalty area a little too easily. So that's something that I'd like to see us focus on um, in, yep. uh, in the coming matches, just be a little bit more compact at the back um, and, and not allow them to play through the middle. And like I said, um, 
you know, penetrate our box. Now, I don't know if those stats show up, but how many of those would you rec? How many of those does this? How many of those were block shots? Because I remember we definitely had a good amount of shots, maybe a little bit of emergency defending, but a lot of shots. But I think Mikolenko had one or two. Sirota had one. Zabarni definitely had one or two. So we, yeah, we had uh, we had six blocked shots. Yeah, um, I don't know if that factors Which, in. Does that factor into those nine, or is that six added to the nine? I don't know. It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. Because if, if that's six out of nine block shots, that's not actually that bad. Yeah, it's still too, it's still nine too many, but you know, that's that's not terrible. Um, but if that's I mean, they, excluding the nine, that that's that's a lot that's much more alarming. They had four shots on target, 12 off. We had four shots on target and eight off. So I mean it really wasn't that huge of a difference from a shots perspective. Um and, you know, you could argue we were even a little bit more clinical with our yeah. shooting, uh, putting putting shots on target. But, um, but like I said, overall, to be completely honest, I was pleased with um, with us showing up. Overall, I thought we played decent. Um, I thought that, uh, you know, happy to, happy to come away with the point. Definitely a little disappointed that it wasn't two additional ones. But like I said, this group... Um, spots two and three are anyone's for the taking. So I'm really excited. I hope that we continue to put in matches like this. Um, before we move on to the match ratings, I just wanted to go over real quick. So last time we played Benfica in the Champions, it was five years ago. Uh, lineup was Rutko, Silva, Kachridi, Vida, Antunash, Korzun, Hedarchuk, Hedarchuk in the midfield. That's an awful midfield, Jesus. Uh, Gonzalez. Hedarchuk was absolutely awful. You just give me flashbacks that performance. Uh, carry on. Gonzalez, Yarmolenko, and Moraes were the front three. Um, how many Dynamo players today get in that team? And the point of what I wanted to say, though, is that we lost with a much better team. Um, and I don't think this Benfica side is too different in quality. Um, I, I, my point is, I think we could see how good of a job Luchesco has done. I mean, I would say this Dynamo team is overall probably better than the current one, maybe besides the midfield. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Ruchko doesn't make doesn't make our team today. No, no chance. Um, Silva. I take Silva. Silva was kind of finished at that time, but I take him over Kinjoro to be fair. Hashiridi, he was kind of like going downhill at that time, wasn't he? Um, Vida, I'd probably take. I take Vida over. Um, I probably take Vida and Hashiridi over um, Sirota, but um, I think Zabarne probably starts. Antunes, no, I take. I probably take Nicole and Castillo. Korzun, I take Sidorchuk. Sidorchuk, we can't really count. Um, Fedorchuk, no chances he make uh, the team today. Yermolinka, easy over to Gankov. Um, Marais, I'd probably take Marais over Shkurin to be fair. Gonzalez. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I take Gonzalez over Nepeta. Listen, yeah, I don't like saying it, but I'd, but I'd, Marais is probably a better player than, but back then, well, than Shkurin is now. Um, Gonzalez or the Bena, that's tricky, man. That is tricky. I think I take Gonzalez. You know why? I think just the pace. I think Gonzalez is more pace than the Bena. Yeah, yeah. I think he's more of a classic winger, um, inverted winger, I should say. But obviously, Glatki gets in this team, no doubt about it, right? 
Dima just uh, Dima's like, nope, don't don't need him. Yeah. Is was he on the oh he was on the bench. He was on the bench. Yep. Yeah, let's Kovkovsky, Marazuk, Rebalka, Makarenko, Buyalski, Sigankov. That's a pretty crap bench, to be honest with you. Um, Two, yeah, right back, left back, DM, AM. Gladki isn't a player, so he doesn't count. Um, <laughs> um, actually, was it Makarenko, Buyalski, Sigankov isn't bad? Yeah, it wasn't. It was, that was like one of. I don't remember. So that was like in what November, October kind October of time. October nineteenth. I don't remember Makarenko playing a lot around that time. To be honest with you, I remember him. Well, he got his contract terminated after that three, four Shakhtar game. Yeah, that was the last uh, game I, I remember him playing. He didn't. He never played again. Which he wasn't even. He which he wasn't even the worst one out of that game too. Well, Hachiriji scored brace into his own net so and uh, you know what i was i was furious after that game if that's the one game where if morai that's significant no significant that made morais a denama legend when he just absolutely started punching darius sernan yaroslav rakitsky (laughs) until he joined shakhtar didn't he he have like three shakhtar players on the ground (laughs) yeah yeah he punched stepanenko sernan rakitsky Oh my god, the three most annoying people. If he if he doesn't join Shakhtar, I would I would pay for that to be built as a statue. I liked I to be honest with you, until well, of course, I hate him. I liked Marais for that. Um, and pretty much that alone. That's but, uh, still the only thing I like him for. Yeah, no. I, listen, I'm... I I still need to buy the T-shirt of Popov challenging him that says fatality. Yeah, yeah when he went, yeah, he went flying. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, there's yeah, some. Listen. Is that even for sale anywhere? I didn't even I don't even remember where that you could buy that. It was for sale back then, which is like nearly two years ago now. Jesus. But I don't imagine there are many in circulation. I'm sure Wait. you could like design it or is, whatever. Is that the oh, game yeah. where Sidorchuk scored an absolute banger from distance? No, no, no. Yeah, I think, that, I believe isn't that in the cup? No, I believe it was in the league game literally just after the cup. So where mm. where Krivsov put the header against us. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that one. That that's not is that the same game where the ultra the our genius ultras the fucking idiots they racially abused Tyson or is that a different game? Yes, no, that's is that one. Yeah. Oh, the ultras! What are you gonna do, man? Fucking idiots! Think of it what you will, but the police never did find anything, any proof of any racism. Make of that? Did they really not? I thought they did. Nope. Oh, geez. I'm I'm pretty sure I read they didn't. But the police in Ukraine aren't very competent. So. <laughs> I was going to say, that's my next point. I don't know how much that uh, actually means anything. Um, so less of Benfica, less of Moraes. Actually, I remember Moraes missing a penalty against Benfica. Um, either here nor there. Oh, Jesus. That, they got some, nah, they were lucky that game, man. You can't even... Um, yeah, yeah. Far from, far from that. Yeah. Um, but I think that was in Lisbon, that one. When he missed the penalty. Yeah, 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 it was. It was. Yeah. We had the chances to win the game, and it was yeah. poor defending. Of it. Yeah. Less of that. yeah, all I remember from that game is like my stream froze, and I was trying to, like, I was following the UEFA updates. And this is missed penalty by Borais. I'm like, God damn it. Um, okay, less of that, less of Benfica. We move on to Alexandria. Um, so, Alexandria, I predicted them this- to get. What? They're missing. They're missing. They no longer have the Ukrainian Guardiola. 
Volodymyr Sharan. And, so and yet they're doing better without him. Lost. And yet they're doing better without him. Um, wait, you said the Ukrainian Guardiola. Didn't you mean the uh, Ita- the Ukrainian Dezerbi? Wait, say that again? I said, you said you called him the Ukrainian Guardiola, but don't you mean yeah. the Ukrainian Dezerbi? No, no, Sharan is clear. Oh, okay. Um, this I predicted this team to get relegated, and they're in third place. Sharan actually has heart and balls that he brings to every match, so he's clear. That's fair. Ooh, ooh. those are fighting words, Eric, but I like it. Um, I stand by them. I don't disagree with you. Um, yeah, this is not actually a bad team. They, this, I pulled up this team's roster. There's some good UPL experience. Well, this just team. mentioned it about he plays for them these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. And he's actually played pretty well. I saw him when he played against Shakhtar. I thought he was very good in that game. Um, I don't, has he played since that? Because I've li- I literally heard he played really well, but I haven't heard anything about him since I, then. I, he got hurt towards the end of the game, I believe, from what I recall. Oh, oh I don't Jesus, know if- Surikov. Well, yeah, so there's definitely some good players in here. Surikov, you just mentioned, Mirosh Lachenko, Kiryu Hansev. Uh, I always liked the Latvian centre-back, Kaspars Dubra. I thought he was always fairly decent. Um, Kovalets is in this team. Uh, who else we got? Claudio Spinelli. Wasn't, came wasn't Kovalets supposed to be like the next big thing like a few years ago? And he just like, he never I, even left Alexandria. I'm not going to lie. I only really remember hearing him like three years ago when he joined Chornomorit after coming from some random team. Where's Sitalo? In Gulet? Isn't he in Gulet these days? Is he uh, not at... Wasn't he at Alexander? He's not with season? Any. Yeah, he's at... He's he's not, at he's not. Oh, they've got that guy from Genoa, haven't they? Spinelli. Yeah. This is the one I was going to mention that I found most interesting. Oh, Sitalo did leave on a free. Okay. Pretty random. Though. Well, he's got one goal in seven games, so he's not like... Yeah, so that's that's the one I was interested in, the Claudio Spinelli, because he can't be that bad of a player if he's coming from Genoa. Mind you, he was on loan for Gen- on from Genoa for a couple of years, but Kaliuzhny in this team, Jesus, that's nice. That's a throwback. Regardless, this is still a good team, good players. You know, they're not in third, uh, you know, for nothing. It's based on merit. Um, they're in third. They're they in third yeah, place, they've, yeah. They've only lost one, but they, they only lost one match, which funnily enough was to Minai, but which opening um, day, I think, too, right? I don't think it was opening day. No, I, th- I think for I think for Minai, it was there first because they were supposed to start the season against oh, us. Oh, for yeah. Minai, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember they yeah. beat Zoria, um, they beat Zoria, that's correct. They beat Zoria, I remember. I was, I was like, I was like out walking past a stadium in Zaporizhia. I was like, why the hell didn't I buy tickets? But yeah, they so beat they Shakhtar too. Yeah, so they beat yeah, Zarya, that's the big one. lost to Minai, beat Shakhtar, drew Vlaviuv. That's a funny combination. Lost to Minai, beat Shakhtar. Beat Kolos, drew Chornomorets, and beat Inglots. I feel like they beat all the good teams, but they performed poorly. It's an inconsistent bad team, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's still, it, it's still much better of a team. I think if you were to ask Alexandria, you want 14 points after seven games, I think they'd bite your hand off for that, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, moving on. So I don't. I think it's fair to say that this is a game where either way, Dinamo should not sit back, should pre- press the opposition, really go for the game. Um, 
any disagreements there. I think this is one where we should just go after, try to kill them off early, as early as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really watched a ton of them, assuming that they're still playing that dreadful brand of direct football that they played under Shadan. Yeah, um, you know, if you if, if you remember one of the goals that we conceded against them last season, where we gave the center back basically all the time in the world to uh, to pass downfield. I forget who it was, if it was Sifalo that chested it down or if it was Sifalo that scored. But someone chested it down to one of their players, and then they scored. I think we ended up winning that match. That was like the two. most. That was like the most UPL Village yeah. team goal ever. Exactly, exactly. So for me, obviously, we need to be aware of balls over the top, right? But the main thing is we can't be giving their back line, you know, center backs, for example, time to pick their passes downfield. Uh, so I'd like to see us bringing that line of engagement higher, um, you know, pressing aggressively. Uh, but uh, I mean, again, this is a match that we should be winning. Uh, we'll move on to a preferred 11. I think Boyko right now is the clear starter. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I mean, Boyko. Yeah. Uh, right yeah. back, ideally Timchik, but he'll probably go Kionzora because as Dima said, allegedly it looks like Luchesco doesn't really rate Timchik that much. Center backs. Um, I think I'd go Zabarni Shabanov, actually. Is the Super Cup after this match? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, ideally, I would love for Burdav to be fit. And by the way, he's back in training, which is a great sight. He's, he's been in training. No, he no, but he just got back to full training, like being able to like scrimmage and stuff like that. Oh, oh okay. I was gonna say because I know he's resumed light training for a little yeah. while. No, because I saw Dinamo made a post on it, I think today or yesterday about it, um, that he's back in full yeah, training. He, he, is, he is back in training, like full training now. Um, so hopefully maybe what another I think he'll mod. be a big addition to the field, to be honest with you. Maybe, I would say hopefully another – I think at this point it's just a matter of building up fitness before he's ready to play. Um, so hopefully, what, maybe another two or three weeks before he can maybe start to see the bench, maybe a month, month and a half, like let's say a good five, six weeks until he can maybe start to get some minutes on the field, hopefully. I don't yeah, know exactly. It will be independent of winter friendlies, won't it? Oh, he'll definitely be in the winter friendlies. But if I'm not saying we need to rush him back, but if he's fit and healthy to play in some league games, I don't see why he can't at least sit on the bench. Yeah. Why would we, why would we need to rush him back? Would you say we don't need to rush him back? Yes, we don't need to. Yeah, we don't. I say we don't need to rush him back. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. What did you think he said? A Russian back. Oh, um, in an yeah, ideal yeah. scenario, I would play Shabanov and Burda in this game, but I don't, like I said, no real reason to rush Burda back. That's a very 2018-19 uh, centre-back partnership, isn't it? Shabanov, Burda. All we're missing is Kadar at left-back. Oh, good memories. Kadar, Kadar Shabanov, that's like the Europa, the 1920 Europa League. It was. Yeah. Aren't they both left-footed? Yeah. 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 That's that like was, that. That was... That yeah, fun times when, those were, full stop. That, that, that reminds me when Dinamo lost 1 0 to FK Lviv at home in 2018, I think. That 18, was. I actually have that FK Lviv kit, by the way, just to put that out there. It's a nice God. kit. I, I'm going to lie, it's a nice kit. Some of, these, some of these games couldn't pay me to rewatch those. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would go Zabarni and actually. Yeah, Zabarni Shabanov, Mikolenko to left back. Midfield three. Um, midfield three. I would go Sidorchuk. 
Shaparenko and Garmash. The only reason I would rest Bujalski is just because since he is kind of coming off a bit of a knock, I don't want to be pushing him back too quickly. Yeah, one of fantastic ideas. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. What? Yeah, plus plus we need to save Andreevsky and Shepelia for the Super Cup. Oh, yeah. Um, we, so might as well, we might as well bring back Kutskevich for the... Because <laughs> that guy knew how to get results against them. Who else? Bring Milevsky always scored against Shakhtar. Might as well bring him back. Um, yeah, so I would go Shaparenko, uh, Sidorchuk, and the GOAT, Mr. Hightech himself in the midfield. And on the wings, um, Tiganko, Verbic. Lenyev, right wing. Okay, Lenyev, Verbic. Yes, no, not bad, not bad. And uh, through the middle, uh, Kulac. Well, he's not fit. Um, even if, it, even if uh, hypothetically uh, he was fit. Yeah. I wouldn't... Sorry, I, even if he were serious, uh, hypothetically, he wouldn't be able to. Um, I wouldn't freak out if I saw Vitinho start, though. No, I've, I wanted to... That's the, that's the thing I was going to say. I, I really want him to come off the bench, at least. That's what I would want. I'd rather... I don't know if I want him to start this match, but... Yeah, I'd, have, I'd, I'd have him come off the bench. Yeah, okay. By the way, speaking of Vitinha, has he accepted you guys on Instagram? Because he still hasn't for me. Well, I'll check right now. What's his? Yeah, what's he did like he did like two weeks ago. Oh, look at you oh. here, Vitinha. I'm pretty sure I'm still. Okay, I just I just I, I just tried it right now. No request. He's still requested for me. I like how his uh, profile picture is him in the Champions League. Love to, I love to see that already. Um, he has Even to play. Though he's just he he has to play I'm sooner. Or later. Yeah, I think he will. Yeah, I mean, I think this is also the type of money they spent. I think this is more of a transfer that Luchescu might have had more of a uh, hand in. I'm gonna guess. I would hope so, at least. Yeah. Just considering the amount of money they spent, which you know nowadays six million is actually a lot for us. So uh, go over that. Boyko and goal back for uh, who do we say is right back? I prefer Tim I'm going to say two, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I'll just put Tim because I think that's what we'd all prefer. Um, Tim right back. Zabarni, Shabanov, Nikolenko. Midfield three, uh, Sidorchuk, Shaparenko, Garmash. Wingers, Lenyev and Vitinho. And up top, Mr. Shkurin. Um, guys, you all want to give me a score prediction for Saturday's game? 2 0. 2 0. Dima? As always, I don't do the score prediction, but I think Dinamo win, by the way. Well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not for certain, but I, I hope it will happen. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to be confident. I'm going to go for a 3 0 Dinamo win on Saturday. Uh, like so, on that note, um, we actually should we do the Shakhtar preview now? What do you think? Preview the Super Cup. I mean, what is there to say? There's blood in the water. Let's go get them. I, I like it. Do you think we could win the? Do you think? Okay, I'm not gonna say. Do you think we could? Yes. Yes. Should we? Should we? Yes, yes we could. Listen. Have you seen the? Have you seen the way they've been playing? Have you seen the results they've been getting? What What is the reason why we can't? I mean, it's amazing so, what happens when Mudrik isn't playing, isn't up against a defender that kicks the ball into his own net. Yeah. 
Hey, he's the future Listen. golden boy. Listen, oh, wait, well, yeah, don't, don't even get started on that. I tweeted, I tweeted uh, from the pod account uh, the link. Uh, go go vote for our boys at Um What was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, I'd be pretty disappointed not to get a good... Like, this is, this is a good time to play Shakhtar for me. It's honestly, it's been a good time for a while to be playing. Yeah, well, yeah, um, the past at least or, or, or around a year has been, you know, it's not been towards the end of the last season of the 2019 20 season. They started to seem a little I, off. I would just say, I would even just say this calendar year at any point from the end of yeah. last club yeah. season to the beginning of this club season yep. is a good time to be playing them. So, I for, for me personally, I will be. I will be very disappointed if we don't get a result. Uh, for, surely the full full on starting eleven has to play in this game, right? Yeah, I. It's a trophy on the a, line. I because I would start the full team, so I go Boyko, probably Kanzora, Zabarni, Sirota, Mikolenko, Sidorchuk, Shapa, Buyaski, Tsigankov, Verbich, or Dependa, and Shkurin up top. Because also considering on the week following weekend we have Ruh, which you could rest players, and then the following week we have Bayern, which don't really have any interest in resting players for the Bayern game. No, no. So I don't mind if you kind of even put a little bit extra effort towards the game and take that chance with resting a couple of guys against Ruh to make sure everyone's prepared for Bayern. Yeah. But um, listen, for me, I'll be disappointed not to not to get a result here. Yeah. I hope there'll be a good crowd at the game because I don't know, you know, how much the percent capacity is restricted. And I still think that a good atmosphere helps the Navo more than Shakhtar, although Shakhtar are based in Kiev right now. Yeah, listen, it is what it is. So, uh, Eric, oh, yeah, what? the Alexandria game, sorry. Um, uh, funnily enough, Dinamo are letting children in for that game for free. So, in case no you're listening, yeah, this, Eric, before we make any funny, so-called funny comments, yeah, <laughs> take that, take that information, do what you want with it. Maybe it'll be useful for someone. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Eric, score prediction for the Super Cup. Um. Three one Dinamo. Dima, you? I know you don't give score. I have a feeling. But... Be, I have a feeling. I don't. Uh... I don't do score predictions. Ah uh, no! <laughs> you know what? I'll, 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 I think one 0 I think it'll be a bit of a boring one 0 What are the odds? Well, I, sh- I, I, I have a feeling we're gonna win, but I think if we do win, I think it will be a bit of a boring kind of one 0 kind of that kind of game. Like the game. But I'm, I'm, open, I'm open to a bigger win. Both. Uh, what are the odds of Xavi and Iniesta play? Close to zero. They, they won't. As much as we would love that, they won't. Um, on that if note... They, if, they, if they start, they do it again. I'll be, you know, it might be time to, you know, consider some changes, you know, to the starting <laughs> 11. But... Oh, they have to play at Barcelona away, of course, because that was like, that's when, oh, that, yeah, yeah. that's when that first came out. Um. On that note, uh, that's going to bring us to the end of our show. Uh, Dima, if someone wants to get into contact with you, how can they do that? Yeah, it's at nineteen twenty-seven. Dima, be sure to uh, be sure to follow my out of context Dynamo Kiev uh, yes. account as well. Of course, for all the best out of context Dynamo posts. But yeah, 
Um, and Eric, if someone wants to contact you, how can they do that? At full underscore stop. Um, <laughs> no, really, it's uh, at Libovich. Um, and if you Libovich. want to find underscore capital S underscore underscore s <laughs> uh, um, and if you want to follow me or host you can find me on twitter at lishik7 that's l-y-s-z-y-k then the number seven if you want to follow our show you can find us on twitter at denomo abroad and if you want to get into contact with us you can send it drop us a dm on twitter or you can send us an email to denomoabroadpodcast at gmail.com well that's all we have for you this week from everyone here at denomo abroad thanks for listening and we will talk to you next time. Do not want you.